Welcome to So You Want to Be a Real Estate Agent. If you are trying to evaluate whether real estate is the right career for you, wondering whether you're doing the right things to launch into quick success, or looking for tips and tools you can use today to become a more productive agent, this is your podcast. Welcome to So You Want to Be a Real Estate Agent. I am Meredith Fogel along with Valerie Hernois. So this is Season 2, Secrets of Success, Episode 3. And this is actually Part 2 of uh, a series that we started, Part 2 of 2 of a series we started last week on becoming the real estate dominant agent. And the general idea here is that you want to do the most to be in front of uh, the zip code, did I say area code? Zip code dominant agent, so that you can um, be top of mind when the buyer or seller is ready to transact in your area. So, thank you again to my Tom Ferry mastermind for all of these ideas. So, where we left off in the last episode was um, giving ideas for uh, expired scripting. So, we did a little role play, Valerie. And I was favorite. too nice. Right, so she's gonna be mean. Because I'm a nice time. person at heart. <laughs> <laughs> and I like a challenge. So give me a challenge. So what we had said was last time for those who listened last week is you've got three basic expired profiles. One is the yeah, I'm gonna list it again. The other is uh one of the others is, well, I think the universe has given me a sign that I no longer should sell, right. I no longer should move. The third is now I hate all real estate agents. So I want you to kind of be like the I hate I'm gonna all hate the agents. Okay, good. And then, I hate you. <laughs> hate me I love it I love it and then the common objections are basically like where were you when the house was on the market before what are you going to do differently and well I'm going to use the agent that I listed with before which obviously if you hate agents you're probably not going to do right so let's dive back in so Valerie this time I'm going to call you and you're going to be me me right you're going to be the um seller who just doesn't like me okay or any agent for that matter and remember, you're also kind of, you're feeling harassed because five yes, million agents, especially new agents, are calling to try to get your business. All right. Here we go. You ready? Yes. Okay. Ring, ring. Hello. Wait, I'm still, I shouldn't even pick up. Actually. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> That's how mean I am. You're like, I don't know that number. Yeah. I'm not Hello. Actually. Hi, is this Valerie? It is. This is Valerie. Hi, this is Meredith Fogel. I am your neighbor and your neighborhood real estate agent. How are you? Good. I have to say, I know why you're calling, and I have to be super honest. Oh. I'm probably, I had a bad experience. I'm not listing my house. It doesn't matter what you say, so you can give me your spiel, but I don't know how it's going to work. So oh I'm just goodness. telling I'm you right so now. I'm so sorry. It sounds like you had a bad experience. I did my house. I made it look fabulous. It just didn't sell at the right price. So oh, I was it. wondering because I saw it sat for longer than most houses do. So yes, and it looked fabulous. Yeah, I yeah, made it, it fabulous. I followed everything she told me to do. Wow, wow! You must have worked really hard. Did you have a lot of showings? Um, no, not really. Actually, really, like how many total would you say you had? Like three. And that's not enough. Showings? Yes. It's not enough for this market. She didn't know what she was doing. Wow. That's crazy. Did you have any feedback from those showings or any interest? Um, no. She never sent me feedback. So oh, I have gosh. no idea why they didn't choose my house. But Wow. Where were you going to move if you had sold? Um, we were moving to a smaller house. Oh, in the, in the area. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. And had you found something that you wanted to buy already? Yeah, but it's gone now. Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. That's kind of like the worst case scenario, especially in a market like this one. 
Yes. So it's, it's, you had said a couple of times that, that the agent you were listening with didn't know what, what she was doing and you followed her, her advice and all of that. Is there one thing you can point to that you felt like could have been done differently or was it a series of things? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know if the pictures were that great. I'm not, I mean, I assumed she knew what she was doing, so I kind of trusted her, but obviously her system didn't work. Okay. So I'm not sure what can be done differently, but I'm not sure... I don't know. My house is so gorgeous. I could probably sell it myself, honestly. Mm, yeah, in a market like this, it's, it, is, it is possible that you could sell yourself. You might not have to get the best price, but you probably could sell it yourself. Well, I'm really sorry to hear that you had that that experience. It's it's interesting that, um, you know, you, you pointed at the pictures because I did look at the listing and there were definitely a, a few things, if not several things that I would do differently to get your house sold. Let me ask you this question. Um, would it be out of the question if I were to bring you a buyer who would pay the price for which you had it listed that you might consider re-engaging in a search for a new home? Maybe at the price or more at this time because now it's almost like they have to make us move. We don't have that okay. opportunity for that other Okay, so property, if I could get you so. a make you move price. Correct. The door might be yes. open. Maybe. All yes. right, well, you know what I want to do? Because I did not get a chance to walk through your house the last time it was on the market. I actually, that's one of the things that wasn't really marketed to the agent population very well. That's right, I wish you could have I sold do. it. You sell all the houses in the neighborhood. Yeah, I, I would have if, I, if I'd known more about it. Um, but I'd love to walk through and just give you my take on what the value might be and see whether a make you move price might be in the cards for you. When would be a good time for me to come over? Probably take no more than like 10, 15 minutes. Um, I'll have to talk to my husband, honestly, to see if he wants to join this whole circus again. Okay. Like I said, we had a bad taste in our mouth and I'm not sure that we even want to visit. Okay. Okay. Well, let me know that this is just purely to be a resource and I'm not a high pressure salesperson, which is why I do so much in the neighborhood. But if it's even a remote possibility, it might be to your benefit to have me just come do a quick walkthrough. Um, If if he says yes, are you guys usually evenings, weekends? What's the best time of day for you? Probably weekends. Weekends. Okay. Saturday, Sunday better? Because my weekends fill up fast, so I do want to put some on the calendar just in case he says yes. Saturday better. Okay. Like, he plays a lot of hockey, so it's always Sunday. So Saturday's good. Okay. Like, what time Saturday? Um, Saturday afternoon-ish, but I would have to confirm with you. Okay. Well, I'm just going to pencil in, like, a 2 o'clock time, and then let me know. I don't want to fill that up just in case. Um, and I will reach out to you this afternoon if I haven't heard from you before then, once you've gotten a chance to speak to your husband. What's his name? Sure. Don. Don. And you can call me back. You can call me back. Oh, okay. Oh, well, awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate chatting and I'll talk to you this afternoon. All right. Thanks. Okay. Bye. So that is, again, Was I mean enough? you were pretty mean. Yeah. I mean, you were, you were tough and that's what we want is somebody to be tough enough to give you a challenge so that I could try to figure out the problem that you right. had. I think the good thing you said, which actually did warm my heart, is like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, well, I am. As opposed to bad-mouthing whoever or whatever, it was almost like, let's yeah. focus on solving it. Absolutely. Kind of I mean, I, I legitimately, when I hear stories like this, and I actually hear this quite a lot, right. I feel terrible that someone else in our profession has left that kind of an impression on a potential consumer. To the point that they don't even want to ever engage another real estate agent again. You know, it's funny. Sometimes I close and people, and I could be on the buyer side, and people will be saying how much they hate their real estate agent at the table. Yes. Yes. So I'm always like, how could that be? Like, if I get a tinge of that they're not happy with me, I'm like, what's going on? What do I need to do? Right. You try to address it right away. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the last thing I want. I know. It's just so crazy. Yeah. There's, I mean, there are a lot of people, though, who would rather run from the potential conflict 
then try to fix whatever yes. the, the issue might be. All right. So I think we've got had enough of the, the expires piece. So that yes. is one piece that you can concentrate on to become zip code dominant. The next one is absentee owners, letters, and calls. So absentee owners are people who do not any longer live in their local house. And there are a lot of people these days who have there moved are. out, right? Yeah. yeah. So to find who is an absentee owner, you just go into the MLS, you look at the public records, and you search for the ones that say absentee owner. It's pretty easy to do. And our MLS, probably every other one out there too, gives you the address right. that the person has attached to the house. And you can just export those into a spreadsheet and create a mail merge to send properties or send your communications to. So for print, what you want to do here is do a postcard or and or a letter with a QR code on all print communications so that the absentee owner can click and the QR code call to action should be click for an updated analysis of your Maryland property's value. So wait, what is the QR code tied to? A contact form on your website. So not only does this drive traffic to your website, but it also is a lead capture vehicle for you. So if they have used a different email address or a different phone number to click the QR code, you're going to be able to see what that is and follow up with the person. Um, So, you know, this seems pretty innocuous to most people. And so many people right now are used to using QR codes to order in restaurants that almost everybody knows how they work these days. So then what you want to do, oh, this is another good idea that we had actually, was using the call to find out why the Zestimate for your house is wrong. So you can either, if you're sending a letter, you can actually take a little screen grab of the Zestimate, which has a picture of the people's house. So it's going to feel very familiar to them right away. And then you can handwrite on there, call me to find out why this is wrong or click to find out why this is wrong. Highlight with a highlighter the um, value, the Zestimate value. And you're not saying whether it's wrong High or low. Oh, You're just right. saying You're it's just wrong. Their interest. Yeah. Right. So they'll contact you. That's had really good results for people. And like all your other co- uh, communications, repetition, consistency, and cadence is key here in making an impression, as is following up with a phone call. So when you call, you're going to ask, what are your plans for your Maryland property in the next three years? And or has anyone taken the time to show you what your house in Maryland is worth in today's market? Because remember, these people are in a different part of the country. And we often think, whether it's true or not, that what's happening on the other coast or in another part of the country is really different than what's happening where we are. Sometimes it's exactly the same. Sometimes you just don't know. So if nothing else, you're being a resource to this seller where nobody else is doing this. And then what you want to do is get an email address. So get a way to send a CMA back to the seller. You could do this via text as well if you really want to, but you want to have a reason to follow up with the seller again and tell the seller that you're going to follow up because the market analysis is a little bit complicated to walk them through it. And you really want to know what they think about the valuation that you came up with for their house. So let's role play this one for a second. So Valerie, you want to be the seller again or you want to be the agent? Um, no, I want to be the seller, but what are we doing? The absentee owner. Absentee owner. So I'm calling you, you can decide where in the country you are and what the deal is with your house. Because remember, I don't know. I mean, I could look at the, the 
listing history and see that it's been a rental for 14 years. You know, you want to do a little digging if you can, but maybe I have no idea. Maybe it just shows absentee owner and nothing about what's right. happened with the house. So decide in your head what this is. This is a rental property. Is this a second house? Are your kids living in it? What, what's the deal? Okay. All right. All right. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, this is Valerie. It is. Valerie, hi. This is Meredith Fogel. I am a real estate agent up here in Maryland. How are you? Good. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Happy New Year. Thank you. So I just was actually calling to see what your plans are for that Maryland house you own um, over the next few years. Are you planning to hold on to it? Um. Wait, 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 wait. How can you get my information? Oh, through our MLS. Okay, and where where is your house? Um, I'm in Cantlands, actually, in Gaithersburg. Oh, okay. Yeah, and your, your property is really close to my house, actually, which is one reason I'm calling. We have a million buyers looking for homes in the neighborhood right now. There's nothing on the market, so kind of trying to do a service to my buyers, turning over some rocks to find things to, to hopefully sell them. Well, I currently have a renter in there that I love, and okay. I'm not sure what they're, I mean, they just re-signed, but we're not sure what they're, I mean, we're happy with them at the moment, to okay. be totally honest. Okay, how long of a lease did they resign? A year. Oh, They've okay. been there a few years, but they just redid a year. Okay. Have you given any thought to possibly selling, like when they decided to resign? Was that in your mind at all? You know what? I haven't because they're such great tenants that I haven't. I thought they're just paying my mortgage, so it works. Uh, okay. So okay, so you don't really have any need to cash in on this investment at this this particular time. I don't. I mean, how's your how's the neighborhood doing? I guess. I mean, if it was if I could get something incredible, I guess I could you know make them move. But I've never even thought about okay, it. Okay. Well, and you know, it's a possibility that you might even have a buyer who's willing to let them stay in the house or buy them out of the lease. Because asking how the market is, it's that good right now that buyers are willing to do almost whatever it takes to get a house in the neighborhood because there is nothing for sale. In fact, our average days on market is six right now. Our inventory is at zero and our average sold to list price is 104.6%. It's insane. Mm. It's insane. Has anybody taken the time to show you what your house might be worth in this market? No, and honestly, we're so busy that we really haven't. So Okay. Okay. No What's idea. the market like where you are? Well, I'm in Ohio. No one wants to move to Ohio. Oh, no. Everybody moves out of Ohio. <laughs> okay. My husband got a job in Ohio. Okay. But, um, no, but I remember Cantland. So, I mean, honestly, if it's... An incredible price we may consider. So if you okay. want to email me something, that would be yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. What I'll do No is, promises, but absolutely. I'll look at it. Okay, well, I will just get a little bit more information from you about the house because I want to make sure I have all of the most recent information about number of bathrooms and finishes and things like that. Um, and then I will send you a market analysis. So what this is, is like a sticks and bricks valuation of your house. Doesn't take into account aesthetics or upgrades. And it's a little complicated because I make adjustments for features very much like what an appraiser does. So I'll shoot you a text after I send it, and then I'll follow up with a call just to walk you through it. I'm really interested to see what your thoughts are after you see the price, whether this is like a knock your socks off price or whether this is just a yeah, price, but right. I want to see. Okay, what's the best email address for you? Yeah, so you can definitely. Valerie okay. at ValerieHernwell.com. Fabulous. I will get to work on that. I'll send it to you within the next day or so, and I will follow up. Sure. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me, Valerie. Have a great day. All right. So that is very much how that call goes. And actually, that is almost to the letter 
the kind of conversation that I have with absentee owners, they often don't really know what the market is like. They really haven't thought about it. And, you know, we as real estate agents, I feel like always think the consumer knows what we know. Right. Like they know this is the best time to sell. Because it piques their interest and they're yes. like, oh, okay, I'll move. But I feel like if you have a good tenant, you're like, why bother with a good thing? You right, I mean? right. It's true. Well, and remember, even if the people say no, you send them the market analysis and they're like, you know, it really is tempting, but we just feel like this isn't the right time. You've right. now given them something. You've started well, now to you plant made the, the contact. Seeds. Exactly. Yes. You've got a relationship that's building, which if you nurture it correctly, is going to turn into a future sale or yeah. maybe a rental listing for you eventually. Um, is that something that you do, Valerie? Do you work on absentee owners at all? Um, I've done actually the uh, letters. Mm. I have done the letters because it's easy to find it in the bright MLS. Yes. Only because when I was trying to do my list, there were so many absentees. I was really trying to hit these people with, like, specific postcards or something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at all the people that do not live here. Isn't it crazy? There's so, so many. And yeah. I did finally, I did hit one guy that actually has a condo here. Really? And um, he lives in Urbana. And literally, I could not, at the end of the day, I couldn't convince him to sell it. Uh, but he totally engaged, which I was surprised. Yeah, but he may refer you to somebody. You exactly. It's, right. Yeah. Right. So it's still a rental here. It's a B unit. Okay. Yeah. But I feel you're right. I have a folder on him because we kept talking back and forth, back and so I became like a resource, even though yeah, it wasn't to sell it. But yeah, you never know. Who you tells. do never know. Even right. just putting good stuff out into the universe, it comes exactly. back to you. The other thing that you're doing when you're making the effort to get the absentee owner list together, getting tenant information. So we'll talk about the tenant oh, system true. and the. Tenant Tenant system is one that we teach our team, uh, but you know, don't forget the power That's of right, sending tenant have letters. Those buyers. Yes, yeah. potential buyers. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. All right. So we talked about expires. We talked about absentee owners. Now we're going to talk about super seniors. And thank you to Jeremiah Kabelka for this term. Jeremiah is on oh. our uh, mastermind, and he uses this term, super seniors. And super seniors are people who have been in their houses. For 20 or more years. Sounds like the Golden Girls. <laughs> Which we were just joking about because yeah. they're like in their 50s. 50s. I know. The characters, yeah, crazy. Um, anyway, so the super seniors are also very likely to be making a move because that is at the very long end of us, of an owner's lifespan in their right. homes. So they are probably thinking about making some kind of a transition. Their kids are probably grown or close to being out of the house so they're really good possible prospects for you. Handwritten letters work really well for super seniors. They like opening the mail. They like seeing the letter. They want something that is hand addressed. Reminder to always hand address those envelopes so that people open them. The messaging is, and this could be postcard or this could be in the letter. Do you know what your house is worth in today's market with a collage or a chart of recent sales? We super seniors like our collages, our graphs <laughs> that show us information. Um, you can also do like a map that shows where your recent sales are with the prices off to the side. Like it's a key of where you've sold. You can also use different messaging like ready for a warmer climate. That's a good one to use in the post on a postcard in the winter. Right. Who isn't? Seriously, ready to cash in on your best investment, ready to enter the best phase of your life, wondering what you need to do to get your house ready to sell. We're here to help. That's one of the most common seller questions. What do we need to do to get ready? Another one is, what's the best time to put my house on the market? So that messaging, curious about the time, the best time to put your house on the market? Call today to find out. Think you need to sell in order to buy? Maybe not. 
So this is kind of leftover thinking from the market that these people probably bought in was we had to sell. We had to get the equity out of our house in order to move. Or even if they were aware that, you know, bridge loans existed, they've heard that bridge loans no longer exist, which isn't true, but that's what they have in their heads. So we need to give them options to enable them to go find the house because one of these things that uh, one of the things we come up against with super seniors is they're risk averse. So they don't want to put themselves in a position where they consider themselves homeless. They don't want to have to sell, then go find the place. They want to find the place first and then sell. So we want to give them options that enable them to do that. I do have to say, um, uh, my target market, I think, is super seniors. Like, it's that age group. Like, they're retiring, a little older than me. And it's so funny because what you were saying about risk averse. Yeah. They even worry about, like, the for the proceeds, like the wire, right? Like, did we get the number right? They're yes. so, it's been so long since they've made a move or a transaction Yes, that it's like totally foreign to them. But yes. at the same time, it makes them like, they totally deliver themselves to you. True. Like guide me. Like once yes. they, they trust you, you can totally guide them through the whole thing. I mean, I've yes. had like three super seniors in the last, in those bigger. Yes, ones. you have. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's like, yeah. and it's almost the same. It's funny. I had my last super senior, I was like, oh my God, like I kept telling them third good stories. And I'm like, oh yeah, she worried about this or no, it's going to be fine. Or yeah. it's the same. They were original builders mm-hmm. of that house. And yeah, it was so interesting. You're right. It's like the opposite. Of it's the opposite the of millennials and who are like, time. I'll pay in cryptocurrency. Just tell me where to sell yes. it. <laughs> yes. But it's really funny. You're exactly right. Those people, those super seniors, they rely on us so much. And I love it. They appreciate it. our expertise. Yes. They realize like we've earned respect like yeah. they've earned respect in life. And they have not done a transaction like this in a long time. Right. And they're professional, smart people, yes. retired. I mean, it's just so interesting. Yeah. yeah. But they need you. That's Which it. I love as right. much as first time home buyers, yep. you know. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what's yeah. funny when uh, clients would always go, oh, I want to have something hard. Unbeknownst to me, I was looking for the super seniors. Oh, interesting. Like I always do hard road yeah. on Bright MLS, but then I don't want to send it to the one that's been there two years. Right. So I would always do, okay, whose house is over however many yeah. years. Yeah. So. And knowing your audience. I mean, that's that's what yeah. you have to do. But now I'm going to call them super seniors. Super seniors. They may or may not like that. <laughs> well, my mental now. picture is that they should have a little cape. Like super seniors, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be a funny marketing piece. Are you saying you'd have like a golden girl in a cape? Super senior. I'd be like, that's not me. That's or maybe when they me. close, right, they should get a super senior cape or something. Oh my god. But like, wait, you consider me a senior? Yes, I know they'll be My pissed. mom would be very offended. Oh yeah. my god, your mom. She can't even be grandma or anything, right? No. Oh She's Emmy. She's uh Tish. She's Tish, yes. yes. But Emmy to my to my children, to her grandchildren. I always go, hi, Mayor, this mom. And she's like, Valerie, Tish. <laughs> I'm like, okay. But it feels so weird saying Tish. <laughs> anyway, oh, my mom. She's very hip. She is. She has her moments, though, <laughs> as we all do, I suppose. Okay, so when you follow up with your phone call to this super senior group, the question you want to ask is, have you been following the real estate market? Because a lot of them are very informed and some are not. So that kind of guides your conversation when you have, you know, been in front of them messaging with a print piece. Have you been following the real estate market? They'll be like, oh my gosh, yes, I saw that one down the street just sold further. So I'll be like, eh, not really been paying attention. And just because they haven't been paying attention does not mean they're not thinking of moving. It just helps you understand how to communicate with them. 
And then you want to make sure that you're asking that question, has anybody taken the time to show you or tell you what your house might be worth in today's market? When you've done that, follow up with an email and make sure that you stay in touch. If you can, you want to get in the door with the super seniors like you do with the expireds so that you can take a look at the house and give them the ideas on how to prep their house for sale. That I think is the best like first step in nurturing. And you've had a lot of listings where like this one you just have coming on is a perfect example where you nurtured that one. They wanted to know what to do to prep it and you got right in there and helped them right away. Um, I think a lot of super seniors also, they're very busy, right? They're still both working. They've got a Mm -hmm. lot of moving parts. They've got grandkids and kids and careers and things that they're juggling. So if you can go in and show them how you can take the hassle off of them and help them be able just to concentrate on making their next move, it makes them feel very, very... um, I have to say super seniors like their tasks. Yes. Like, what do I need to do? Yes. And by when do I need to do yes. it? Yes. I love it. Yes. I yes, it. absolutely. Yeah. The more you give them to do, the more structured and more yeah. guided they're going to feel. And they like that. All right. So the other piece you can use is what we call the hundred homes strategy. So expired absentee owners and super seniors, that's anywhere in your zip code. You can pick as many as you want to follow up on those and to regenerate with those. But for these pieces, because they're more expensive and more labor intensive, you want to start with 100 homes and commit every time you sell a house to expand by another 100 homes until eventually you need to enlist help to get these pieces and the work done to these 100 homes. But this is a more focused strategy. So this could be around a recent sale, houses that are just near your house, or where you have a buyer looking. So this is where you want to have a more focused message too, because it is just to the specific number of homes. So a postcard campaign to the 100 homes looks like a special offer or a coupon code, card, I keep saying code, a proof of success piece, and or a resource. You can actually use the super seniors messaging to be this, this kind of cadence of cards. You want to do these cards once a month. And again, it takes at least eight repetitions to even make a dent in the human brain. I I did this webinar last week about, um, again, uh, ge- it wasn't like a geofarming one. Yeah. And it was so funny. They took a neighborhood. Maybe you know the story already. And they went and asked everyone, like, who's your dominant, whatever. And they had, like, all these different agents. Somebody said Valerie, Meredith, whatever it was, uh-huh. right? All different names. And then they did a campaign with postcards with a made-up agent <gasps> and sent it over eight months. Send it, send it. They went back to those houses. They all picked the fake agent. No. Isn't that interesting? That is crazy. So they were like, oh, Mary Dunlap. And Mary Dunlap wow. didn't exist, but she had sent over and over and over. And I was like, oh, my God. It was so interesting. That shows you. And it was only, they said to write the least 100. They yes. had up to 250 or something because it gets expensive. Right. But it was so interesting. Yes. I was like, a fake person beat real people <laughs> that had consistency. Yeah, I mean, like, insane. I know. It but was such it a great sense. story. I mean, this is one of those things that I told this story on the podcast before that my retired mentor always said, never stop sending the postcards. Right. right? I always hear that in my head. Yep. It is effective and it does make an impression yep. on the consumers that receive them. Wow. That's so anyway, insane. I thought that was fun. Cool story. Yeah. All right. The next thing that you should be doing is door knocking. I know nobody likes to do this, but you should do it. Valerie and I have shared our door knocking story and it was actually super fun. Some good ideas for the door knocking pieces are the call to find out why your estimate is wrong, door hanger. 
I'm not just an agent. I'm also your neighbor. If that's true, that's a really good one. It makes people feel like they connect with you. And then get out in the community, too, and let them really connect with you. The other message you can use is, who do you know who's planning to make a move? Or, I need your help. I have a buyer looking for a house like yours. Right. Either that'll get them to pick up the phone and call you because they're thinking of selling. Or they may call you and say, hey, thank you so much for sending that. I actually do have or hanging that on my door. I've actually got somebody across the street who's going to sell. I can connect you with those people. The third thing you want to do, so you've got the focus postcard campaign, the door knocking, is mailing a CMA a day. You can do more than one if you want to. And always with a QR code. So this is a real value analysis that you're sending to each home within your 100 homes database letting them know what your analysis of their home's value is. And then a message that says, I'm going to give you a call to follow up to see whether you feel like my analysis is accurate. So you want to plant the seed that you're going to be calling them, but you can also give them the option to just click the QR code to give you feedback or to contact you. I have to tell you, probably my... My senior sellers, this QR code. Well, you see them in the restaurant. Yeah. Can I have a paper? (laughs) That's true. Like, this feels so millennial, the QR code, right? Which I'm sure they're totally fine with it. Like, Jackson's always horrified. Like, mom, whatever, you know. But I feel like, at least in my target market, just because I bond more with, you know how it is. Yeah. (laughs) So, the QR code, it's probably... But the CMA, you see, I put it in a folder, leave it. It's very senior. Yeah, so I mean, it's a tangible thing they can look at. As long as you've got contact information and a call to action, it doesn't really matter what it is. But you're right, to your point, you've got to know your audience. Right. And if they're more likely just to pick up the phone and call, just put your phone number on there. Put your website address on there. All right, so the other piece you want to do, so postcards, door knocking, CMA a day, is to circle dial. Circle dial around a recent benchmark sale, which means like a highest sale of a similar property, or in the neighborhood, or an interesting sale. So an interesting sale, what I mean by that is maybe a house sat on the market for a long time, or maybe it was a distressed property. Something they're probably like, I wonder what that's going to sell for. I wonder why that didn't sell, what it's actually going to sell for when it does. And it needs to be a recent sale, so it's news. Because you wait a week or two, they've heard it from somebody else. So when you circle dial, you want to ask some questions. And again, you want to engage the person to get a sense of what they want to do with their house and whether it's a possibility that they might be thinking about making a move. So our last role play of the day is going no, to be... No! One more! It's the last one, I promise. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm getting battle pay or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh my goodness. She's going to file a Get Chris to case. send me flowers. <laughs> Gerber Daisies, please. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> so, so wait, what's I'm calling play you for the circle dial? This is the 100 home strategy. Oh, so, okay. Yes, this yes. is within the 100 homes. So let's pretend that a house, like let's pretend I'm calling around your $1.475 million house. Okay. So that's right. going to be So it's example. me, my house, and I'm not an agent. You're calling me. Right. I'm calling you because you're a neighbor of that. Correct. House. So I'm circle dialing because you're in my 100 homes. Yes. I'm going to call you. Okay, so here we go. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, is this Valerie? Yes. Valerie, hey, it's Meredith Fogel, your neighbor and real estate agent. How are you? Good. Good. I was just calling. Did you see the recent sale of your neighbor's house? Oh, my God. Did you see what it sold for? It just closed yesterday. Well, it was listed for a million. 
for something or something? Yeah, what did it go for? It sold for $1.475 million. It was a record-breaking sale in our neighborhood. I should move. <laughs> Honestly. That's I what can, I say to but I want day. to. I know. Every day I say to myself, oh, my gosh, if I had a place to go. Crazy, right? Did you get a chance to look at the house while it was on the market? I saw the video, and it was amazing. It was a beautiful house. Well, yeah. um, believe it or not, we actually had multiple offers for that house. And I'm going to interrupt the role play for a second, because if it isn't your listing, you can say there were actually multiple buyers for that house. Oh, so okay. there are buyers out there crying in their tea right now that they didn't get that house. So I'm curious, what are your plans for your house within the next few years? Honestly, we have like many nine years to go, but I'm so happy that you told me how much it's sold Good. for. That is crazy. That is crazy. That's literally four houses from my house. It's, it is insane. It is insane. Has anybody taken the time to show you what your house might be worth in today's market? No, because then I'll move tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I'm going to do? And I'm not going to make you move unless, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's a price that will make you move. I'm going to send you a little analysis just so you can see. I think you're going to be really flabbergasted when you see what the, what the value is. I'm interested to see what well, you're Well, I don't think is. my house is as nice as that house, to be honest. In what way? Um, I don't know. That house looked like a museum. And my oh. house, I have a giant golden retriever Aww. walking through the house, whatever. So, I don't know. I love my house, but hopefully I can get as much as they got. You, in this market, it is very possible. People almost don't care because there is such a voracious buyer activity right there, right now. So much appetite for houses like yours. But I'll, I'll send you an analysis, and I'm interested to see what you think. But you told me you're not really thinking about moving. Do you know of any neighbors who have been making noises about moving who have a house kind of like yours? Um, no, we just got new neighbors behind us. I'm trying to think if I, I really haven't heard of anyone. Okay, well, do me a favor. If circle. anybody makes noises about it, either send them my way, or if you'll call or text me with their info, I would be so appreciative. Sure. We have so yeah, many buyers. Yeah, a problem. Awesome. Well, thank you. Okay, well, I'm going to get to work on your analysis, and um, I'll follow up just to see what in you case think. I got to go. I got to pack. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for chatting. Good to talk to you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. So again, that's very much how that goes. So it's just a friendly conversation. That low was a friendly conversation. Yeah. Right. Giving information. Which actually is funny when I was putting Anna's sale that it had sold. Yeah. It's like I had groupies all around me, <laughs> people that were power walking. Oh my God, how much did you sell that for? Yes. So it's the same idea. Everybody of, uh, loves to know. To, yes. And that's the thing. Like you are actually calling giving people a piece of information. Right. They love because it affects them. Like it's about right. them as much as it is about the neighbor's house. All right. Thank you for being patient and role-playing today, despite how torturous I know it was. Flowers. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> totally kidding. All right. So all of this is what we refer to as active lead generation. I'd love to know who in our listening audience is going to give these strategies a try and let us know if they're working for you or if you need any tips about you know how to tweak things. If you're not getting the results you want, we are here for you. Reach out on our website. Thank you, as always, for listening. You can find us on social media, too. On Facebook, I am Meredith Vogel Team. Valerie is Valerie Harnois Realtor. And on Instagram, I am at Meredith Vogel Team. And Valerie is Valerie Harnois underscore Realtor. Uh, And remember, you can find our show notes on my website at MeredithVogel.com. And please remember to send us feedback, leave a review or a rating. It would mean the world to us. This has been So You Want to Be a Real Estate Agent. See you next time. We are so grateful you joined us today on So You Want to Be a Real Estate Agent. If you're still not sure real estate is the right career for you, tune in to our next episodes. If you're more sure than ever, 
Tune into future episodes for more tips, tools, and insider secrets that will help you launch into productive action and achieve quick success. Just a reminder that we love reviews. Please let us know what you like best about this podcast, what we could do better, ask us questions, or send us show ideas. Check out our show notes page for our contact info or visit our website, therealestaterainmakers.com for access to the tools, tips, systems, and other great resources we mentioned on the show. I'm Meredith Fogel. And Valerie Harnell. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.